0: So, we <laughs> just started taping the rotation.
1: Okay. <laughs> do you, you, want, you want to do the music?
0: Um, okay. So, that's... Uh, oh, I forgot that we can actually do the music. Hold on here. Hold on there. Okay. You're not going to be able to hear this on the Facebook Live, but... Imagine reggae. Soft reggae. I'll sing for you guys if that's... That might lose people really quick. Medication. All right, so you guys know how it starts, right? Huh? Please tell me this is gonna this is gonna work. If this doesn't work. I'm gonna be upset. I don't think it's working. I know the feeling. Nothing is working today, everybody. Nothing.
1: the gremlins are out in full force.
0: So we'll start our theme music. We got to do the theme music. It's just gonna happen at this point. Okay. And I am going to do it off of my phone here. And you guys should be able to hear it on the live stream. technical tips you have to help out Oh,
1: there you go.
0: This is how we do things at Suncoast Normal. You are in the rotation with Suncoast Normal. I'm your host, Carlos ramita with me as always is Gary Stein. How you doing, Gary?
1: thank you very much. We are improvising
0: here, man. We are just. I mean, we're the, the rotation is actually somewhat of a prestigious show. We've been on the radio a few times, we've had a long run as a podcast. Uh, You've been arrested twice, I've been arrested so many times, Absolutely. got so arrested. But, arrested development <laughs> oh, you didn't go to jail with me, <laughs> um.
1: He looked like you. I couldn't tell from the back.
0: (laughs) But here's the thing is, like, we're having, like, everything's going wrong today. Apparently, podcasts have changed completely on, like, how you set them up and whatnot. And apparently, a lot of them is, like, streaming software now. And uh, apparently, our streaming software is down. Like, we can't reach their server or whatnot. So, um, yeah. But we're still bringing you the rotation. We will never give up until cannabis is legalized in the United States. And we will keep doing this. Until it's legalized.
1: Never surrender. Never give up.
0: So, Gary, how are you today?
1: I am fine. A little wet. We make uh, sure
0: you talk into the microphone there. Here we go. If you want to hear me better. uh,
1: We have uh, Mustang Sally coming through uh, Florida over here today, and she is dumping a lot of rain on this area.
0: Well, it's been raining nonstop for ages here, and we really can't catch a break here in Florida because it's just so wet outside. And uh, I've been waiting to do some yard work, and, and I, I needed to be dry so I can, like, tear up the dirt and put stuff that hardens or whatever. Perfect but, excuse. Yeah, but I just end up doing dabs on my couch.
1: Perfect excuse for that, too. Yeah, I mean... Hey, it's raining. Time to do dabs on the couch.
0: <laughs> so, uh, we had a show last week where we talked about uh, federal legalization, but we skipped over a topic that's pretty important for Florida, and we are a Florida uh, normal organization, yeah. so uh, edibles have come out, and, um, and and now they're legal for medical cannabis patients to purchase here in the state of Florida, mm-hmm. and before the show started, I wanted to do a little bit of research, so I'm on my laptop, I'm pulling stuff up, it happens to be our co-host here is probably going to be one of the best people to have on the show because uh, I pulled up an article and I started reading about it and asking Gary what he thought, and he was like, I wrote that article. <laughs> <laughs> So, Gary, let's talk about medical edibles, medical cannabis edibles in the state of Florida. Let's do it. What are the rules?
1: Okay. Well, first off, you should remember that when you guys voted in 2016 to ask for medical cannabis, part of that deal was that you were supposed to have edibles. That was written in there, and they were supposed to get it started. supposed to have the rules written by, I believe it was September of 2017. And all of a sudden, when that, that time came and went, the DOH didn't have the rules ready. And, in fact, they didn't have the rules ready until August of twenty eighth, 2020, almost exactly three years later. We finally got those rules, but we have got them now. Now, the question is, why did it take so long? They've had workshops now since 2018 and various meetings, things of that sort. And all that information was gleaned and put together, but they didn't release it until now.
0: Well, uh, uh, this seems to be like going with uh, a big theme here in Florida, that they're just not implementing what we voted into law back in 2016. Um, And we've been talking lately behind the scenes about Joe Redner, and uh having him back on the show he was a a big uh friend of the shows when we were back on when we were on wtmp uh ran into him the other day you do a lot of work with him on his legal cases mm-hmm. um so he's a big friend of the show um and since the show's coming since the rotation's now back we've been uh trying to to figure out what content we're going to put out there and putting joe back on the show is just going to be a good idea um but he's in the middle of the case uh, which has a similar claim to what you're saying, that uh, uh, the amendment has not been implemented constitutionally, right? That so is like, the flora-grown case, yes. Yes, and apparently this whole edibles thing, having edibles now, that was a bit unconstitutional.
1: Now, this is not to say we didn't have edibles. We had edibles, but you had to make them yourself. You had to be yourself That's to be not clear, or you had to take... Uh, some flour that you had bought when flour was available, of course. But that's not flour. having
0: edibles, though. That's you buying cannabis and then processing it yourself. Like I'm talking about finished product edibles. The way I've taken edibles is RSO. Like I just buy the syringe of RSO, and I put it on my finger, and I eat it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, in that case, we've had edibles. <laughs> we've had like capsules and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, we've had capsules. Um, but which you can swallow.
0: Yes, you could totally swallow those capsules. But and Cureleaf came out with like these uh, these lozenges, these... sublingual lozenges. Uh huh.
1: Well, it's kind of like what Trueleaf did back in the day when they were trying to figure out how to sell flour. And what they did was they put it in these ceramic receptacles for vaping. And of course, what they did was they, they ground up some flour, or they they broke it apart, and they shoved it in these little ceramic uh, cases with a, with a metal top on it. And all of a sudden, we were actually selling flour in what I used to call white walnuts.
0: Because, <laughs> because you had to break them open.
1: Well, you're not supposed to break them open. You're actually supposed to buy them in a ceramic va- uh, receptacle for vaping. And so we actually had flour, but flour was not illegal because people were being innovative.
0: Yeah. I, I admit I broke some of those cups up open and you know, ended up uh, smoking joints with ceramic pieces in it.
1: So the question is, what is different uh, between you making them yourself and having them commercially available? Obviously, when they're commercially available, you have expert chefs and scientists working to make certain you have a clean, pure product that doesn't have any additives whatsoever. Of course, that's kind of what you do when you're also making your own, but what what is similar to both cases is that the law still states that if you buy this medicine for yourself and make edibles, they have to be for yourself. Mm. And of course, because it has to be, in its own container with your name on it uh, from the, the dispensary, you can't take it out of the house. Really? And <coughs> now you have edibles, which could, are going to be in a little jar, huh. which is a white jar, regardless of what anybody else has as far as graphics is concerned on their products across the country. You have to have it in a plain white receptacle with just your name on it, the name of the product, etc. And if you're going to take them out of the house, they have to be in that receptacle and, and locked up. So, again, you're buying for yourself to make it for yourself or you're buying for yourself to eat it yourself.
0: And that, that kind of goes into the rules on how they're implementing the whole edible side of things, right? Like, they've, uh, didn't we read like they have to be like a geometric shape like they can't look like an animal?
1: Right. Because they're, they're so afraid that kids will see gummy bears and say, oh, those must obviously be Haribo's. Or black market, uh, black forest, whatever. <laughs> uh, gummy bears, and, and therefore swallow them. Well, and of course, kids never eat geometric shapes. Well, yeah, they they <laughs> think ge-
0: they they think circles are gross. But
1: <laughs> now, lifesavers uh, are geometric shapes, are they not?
0: They're uh, they're little little circles, right? Yeah, as a matter of fact. Little, and,
1: and do kids eat lifesavers?
0: They love lifesavers.
1: Now, the question is does the packaging of this of our edibles look like a lifesaver's roll? You know they don't. Uh, that, that is the, in, in part the difference because it all has to do with packaging. Now, you, you were out there in California, Oregon, when they were selling products that looked very, very much like the commercial products. Like you'd see a chocolate bar that says Mr. Good High
0: uh-huh. as
1: opposed to Mr. Good Bar. And they had, they, they had lifesavers that were also <clears throat> mimicked, somewhat satirized in their packaging and things of that sort. So it looked kind of like the product, you know, Captain Crunch, Nerd Ropes, et cetera, et cetera. We're trying to get away from that, so we don't look as if we are we are promoting this towards kids. Kind of like those little those vape sticks, uh, mm. the ones that they're not promoting to kids, but they have uh, fl- uh, flavors like orange pop,
0: orange pop, yeah, <laughs> or whatever. I mean, I can look at the stand there, I chill them motor here, and you know, see if I can see something. There's like lychee ice or grape soda and stuff like that. Uh,
1: Not not going too far away from the edible situation, but the governor did veto a bill this last week which would have set the smoking age, uh, as in tobacco, at age 21, which is actually the federal law. uh But they wanted to have a state law to mimic that, and he said, no, we can't have a state law because it would make kids go back towards smoking cigarettes.
0: Isn't it, isn't it here in Hillsborough County? Right now, this, this store is 21 and up to get into. That, and I yeah. believe it's like uh, something in Hillsborough County, like you have to be 21 and up to buy cigarettes or something. That's actually don't know. the federal law. That's federal law. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, I actually, so we actually were uh, inspected by the Department of Al- Al- Alcohol and Tobacco recently. Yes. I did not, I was just talking to somebody the other day about how they never come and inspect us. And yeah, he he was making clear distinctions between hemp cigarettes and regular cigarettes. We stopped selling regular cigarettes here at Chillum a long time ago, uh, and we only sell the hemp cigarettes now. And we still have the nicotine vapes, but he he gave me a sign that said you have to be eighteen and up to to use this place. Um, but uh that's because he's from the Florida Department. Of,
1: exactly, and federally, it's twenty-one.
0: Yeah, and he he even told me he's like, yeah, federally speaking, it's twenty-one, but we still go by state law. Yeah, so that's why this sign says eighteen. You should probably scratch that out and <laughs> put make it twenty-one and <laughs> <enough."> up.
1: <laughs> now they they, they, they they that that law also basically. Banned flavored vapes. Again, it doesn't look as if you're, yeah. you're marketing to kids, there, but they vetoed that,
0: so that there is still flavored vapes. Out there. I thought I thought there was like a uh, an exception to that rule. Like, if it's a disposable unit, like if the whole unit's disposable, it could be flavored. But if it's a pod, it has to be either mint or tobacco flavored. I would have to check on that. But I, I'm not entirely sure. All I know is I hope we're not breaking the law here.
1: Well, the thing is, we do have laws that allow. Uh, like, like companies like Juul to go ahead and actually although they're not doing it directly they're ind- indirectly marketing those to, to uh, kids between the ages of 18 and 21
0: it looks like Richard Wilson has a comment here on our Facebook Live. Hi, Richard. Um, yeah, and it looks like he's talking directly about uh, what you said about the advantages of having a chef make your edibles. Absolutely. I think he can make. I think Richard thinks he can make the edibles a little bit better. Um, he says that he can make them cheaper, stronger, and better at home. That he's not necessarily interested in buying the edibles in the dispensary.
1: As long as you bought the product yourself to make it, make it by yourself. You can do that because you're allowed to do whatever you want to do once you bought the product and bring it home to yourself. If you wanted to buy a pre-roll and then take it out and put it in the pipe, you can do that. You know that kind of situation. Yeah,
0: it, but he he makes a good point. He's put in a, a different comment too. It's like if you're if you're not totally disabled or rich, why would anyone buy 100 milligrams for 25 bucks when you can triple that yourself at home?
1: Well, as long as, again, you're making it for yourself. That's not a problem. If you were going out and and making these things and then you're selling them yourself, uh, that's called trafficking. And And, and it's not allowed in the state of Florida. But by all means, if you think you can make excellent, good edibles at home, brownies, whatever you want, you are allowed to do that. But you're not allowed to make them for the general public. And,
0: and, you know, we don't promote going to the black market here at Suncoast Normal, and I would assume the only way for that to be actually cost-effective is if you're not buying cannabis from the dispensary, because the dispensary cannabis tends to be a little bit expensive.
1: Yeah, if you're buying uh, a half ounce of, uh, of shake for $40, $50, uh, that's not really cost-effective. Yeah.
0: Now, yeah, yeah. if
1: you were in Michigan, you can, and you go to a provisioner, you can actually buy a, uh, an ounce of a top-shelf shake for, for $20, $30. That is not the case here in Florida. Uh, so the, raw, pro- the raw, raw materials do cost more. Now, that said, those people who do make products in commercial kitchens, they do an excellent job. But don't forget, here in Florida, we have ver- uh, vertical integration,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: means now, even though they're, for, for instance, uh, in Trulieve has already made licensing agreements with Binsky and mm-hmm. Mahang and uh, Love's Kitchen and District Oven, things of that sort, they still have to come here. And use the, the raw product from Trulieve to make their products here in the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. They can't just have their own kitchen off to the it's side. It's really
0: not Binsky making those products. It's Binsky showing Trueleave how to make it to Binsky's standards.
1: Now, one right? thing I loved about Binsky is they had their own graphics for their, their, their products. And they're absolutely gorgeous packaging. Anyway, but
0: I haven't tried any of their stuff. What do they have? They have, like, olive oils and stuff like that.
1: But yeah, they have olive oil, which is kind of interesting.
0: Which, uh, apparently, in... Uh, until now, now that edibles are allowed, you can actually eat that. But yeah. that's just like they were selling it like, as a, like a team or something. Like yeah.
1: And there are other uh, major uh, companies across this, the, the country that have got licensing agreements with some of the MMTCs here. Uh, Incredibles is, is a fantastic company out of California. Uh, they will be working with, I believe, Liberty uh, Health Sciences.
0: Okay, look at look at that, Richard saying Trueleaf has shake for twenty five dollars for seven grams. It then sells edibles for hundred milligrams for twenty five. I'm confused. Yeah, I mean, I guess there. This is not a
1: commercial for Trueleaf, by the way. We this are is... not giving any promotional money whatsoever. Did <laughs> you mention any of the MTCs here? We need to make that. We make, make that. We don't
0: make any money from M- any a of the penny. MTCs. They forgot us at our birthdays too. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, he makes a good point. I mean there there's uh, I, I guess because of the demand of the edibles since they're just coming out, like maybe the price will go down in a little bit. I doubt it. I don't know
1: yeah I am looking forward to one particular manufacturer coming here, and that of course is, is Wana, uh, which is a company I believe that originally started in uh, in Colorado, and they're big in California right now, and one of the things that they when they uh, make certain that they have done, is that all of their gummies are made out of pectin and not gelatin, and oh. that means that they are vegan for those people who? Uh, uh, am I pronouncing v- that right? Vagan? Vegan? You said vegan. It, did I say, it That's true?
0: exactly how it's 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 spelled and pronounced. It's
1: not vegan like negan from Walking uh, <laughs> Dead? <laughs> but the, the point is that it, 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 these are uh, vegan products.
0: The v- uh, vegan. Vegan. vegan, vegan, vegan. Products? Okay. <laughs> But uh, and they actually
1: have a, uh, I believe a, a quick release uh, product that they're working on right now, too, so that you don't have to wait 20 minutes or so, which is actually be good for dosing.
0: So, but you were saying, too, that like, even though it states that they're, they're, they're gummies or they're gelatins or whatever, that they're actually not allowed to use meat here in Florida for the. the That's edibles. right.
1: It does actually state in the rules that just came out on August 28th that one of the ingredients you can have in any edibles in the state of Florida is meat and meat byproducts gelatin is made from marrow. Mm-hmm. So if they have gelatin in the products, then supposedly they are not allowed to be uh, used here in the state of Florida. So we'll see how that works.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So all of the edibles are going to be cruelty-free.
1: Well, actually, it depends what you consider ethical cruelty. <laughs> no,
0: no animals have died in the making of Florida yeah. as cannabis. As far animals. as we
1: know, yes. And there's <laughs> a lot of other interesting it's, rules but people in, the, have. In, the, uh, in the law. Again, we talked about the fact that it can only be geometric shapes and not animals and things of that sort. Uh, You can have uh, drink powders. You can have baked goods. You can have gelatins. Uh, One thing you can't have is toppings. Really? Yes. You're not allowed to have toppings of any kind, including sprinkles. Hmm. So I'm wondering what they're going to do in regards to the fact that normal gummies across the country right now often use like a citric acid uh, sugar coating on it on the outside, which you often see. Will that be considered a topping? That, that, I guess that, that's one thing that you're going to have to worry about at the level of the DOH. Are
0: the gummies that, that have come out now, do they have that sugar? Or? I have not actually bought them. Yeah. Uh, only because I'm poor. Uh, you are uh, poor. <laughs> you certainly are poor. <laughs> Both of us are, Gary. Don't worry but, about it. <laughs> uh,
1: but, but be on the lookout for toppings because toppings can ruin your life. <laughs> And which is interesting because I know a lot of people who have baked goods where, in fact, the THC is actually in the topping.
0: but why in the frosting. Why would, why would they tell us not to have toppings? Like, why? What is that? Because like like sprinkles scared? are only for winners. <laughs> uh, no, actually. It is like we can't have our kids put sprinkles on their ice cream that can get them high. Is that, like, their reasoning? or? Their reasoning is that kids
1: uh, are affected by the appearance of a product more than anything else before they even taste it. And so, therefore, if it looks enticing like colors and flavors and shapes and toppings, then, it, then you're appealing to kids. If it's really boring, then you're an adult and you're only actually interested in the actual effect of eating it afterwards as opposed to what it looks like before.
0: You know, I, I there there's a few problems I have with that, man, because, like, I mean, one thing of being, being an entrepreneur in this space, uh, one thing that I have issue with is, like um, – of uh, Okay, so there's a lot of marketing issues in the cannabis You realize business. you
1: can't have bacon-flavored gummies?
0: You can't have bacon-flavored gummies? I don't know
1: how that's going to work.
0: What about, what about bacon bits?
1: For that's a it's topping. Well, that's true.
0: Okay, but it could taste like bacon bits, and you can have actual bacon bits because they're vegetarian.
1: And that goes into the idea of making uh, infused meals. Huh. Which, of course, is going to be difficult considering you can't make it for anybody else. You can only make it for yourself, that kind of situation. And we have some excellent chefs here in Florida who actually have, have to go across the country to actually you know, perform their art legally.
0: What do you think's next for the cannabis industry here? Do you think they're going to legalize or do you think they're going to actually let us grow?
1: Legalization may not come any earlier than, say, 2022 uh, because of that, that's when those ballot initiatives are going to be up again. Hopefully, if they ever pass... Uh, Supreme Court muster, which, by the way, they have not. In fact, we just passed the one-year anniversary of the time that the regulate Florida uh, petition actually uh, got enough petitions for uh, Supreme Court review, and it that that one-year anniversary has passed. The uh, oral arguments were done back in February, and the Supreme Court has yet to rule, make an opinion, mm. but. As soon as they do make that opinion, if it is in favor of regulate, they've got to go ahead and they've got to get over three-quarters of a million signatures.
0: Uh, is that normal for them to be taking so long to make – how long did it take them to
1: Supreme Court goes to uh, take as two. long as they wish to make it.
0: What about Amendment 2? Like, how long did that take?
1: I would have to go back and take – Probably a not that was, long, though. It was less though. than a year. It was less than a year. It was but less than a year. There was, there was a lot more uh, publicity behind it and – they were actually thinking that they would they would win over as far as the uh, Attorney General's office because Pam Bondi was very much against it.
0: That's crazy, dude. So, like, uh, if MILF makes it, right, to Supreme Court review and... we got to change that name. Would they, would, uh, what does it even stand for anymore? Uh,
1: well, actually, here's the deal. You know, I mean, uh, medical
0: that, marijuana treatment centers, I'd like to... I don't know. I mean if you remember the uh, the MIL or Make It Legal
1: Florida petition make it Legal Florida, was yeah. sponsored uh, in the most part by the majority of by uh, Medmen.
0: Yes. And who doesn't and have as much money as they used to. And Sutera.
1: And Sutera. So it sounds Sutera's back unless but they get other people to come in and help. It, if they it. make
0: it to Supreme Court review, like is there could we be in a situation where they they approve the MILF petition but they don't approve like that is a the possibility. He, really? So that's one way that they keep legalization from happening as a ballot initiative. Mm. Just keep what, the There's filibuster. They're
1: looking for. They're looking to make certain that the ballot is what we call a one-topic initiative. That they don't actually bring in other topics that could be discussed uh, independently.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And that, that's and to make certain that the wording of the uh, ballot initiative is not misleading. Mm. That the simple plain language of the amendment can be understood by anybody who goes to the polls.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's one as the things they're looking for.
0: Well. That's a hard task.
1: Yeah, people don't always read. Uh, that, uh, we've seen or, that in this in Or this can read. Or, or, or read what they want to read and don't read <laughs> they want to read.
0: Well, I mean – Science is not an opinion, folks. So I, do you think that they'll let us grow first? Is that? Oh, boy.
1: Uh, that's difficult because uh, –
0: It seems like – because like, we've slowly, yet surely been implementing the amendment in a constitutional fashion, right? So no, we haven't. We, well, slowly – uh, Slowly.
1: We're still fixing the unconstitutional you know, still parts like vertical integration, th- uh, which is what Fl- Flora Grown is all about. It's saying that, inter- er, that vertical integration is not constitutional in part because it does say in the, uh, in the original ballot that a MMTC must you know, uh, cultivate, produce, dispense, or produce, not and.
0: And, and the therefore, f-
1: you don't have to do all. You can just do one.
0: And the Florida grown case basically goes off of like the grow, you being able to grow at home and four separate companies being able to grow as well. So like it's kind of both encompassing in this, in this case. Well,
1: well, no, the, uh, the Florida grown does not actually include a, a home grow situation. And the problem they have in, in Tallahassee, and again, it all has to do I with who didn't. you vote for and, and, and how they, they feel things should be moved. Because, like, for instance, we have Amendment 4 in regards to uh, felons getting the right to vote. And the appeals court, again, upheld the fact that they put in an extra codicil saying that felons have to be able to pay back restitution and all the fees that they owe the state. Huh. Have you ever been arrested or been incarcerated? You know what? The fees add up.
0: Yeah, they do. I I have been arrested before, Gary. I don't know if you know this about me. Uh, you, you, ha- you had that look about But it was very expensive.
1: It's, it's, you know, I could tell from the tat. <laughs> it
0: was like, I got this in the
1: clink. But our legislature has a habit of making legislation that goes against the grain of what people actually voted for. And that's kind of the the situation we had to deal with in regards to uh, Amendment 2 and uh, and 8A, which was the uh, implementing legislation that was built for that. And we're trying to change it piece by piece. We would actually like to have, uh, at Suncoast Normal, push through a, a home grow amendment we do, or, or, or law, we actually do have a bill for this upcoming legislation, which we're going to be pushing again, that will find a way to create home grow where you have a, a pr- expert tutelage and actually growing med- good medicine for yourself. And we'll go into that into more depth at another show, but we have a lot of bills that we are doing to fix the original amendment. Like, for instance, we have a bill that gives you employee protection, which means you can't be fired for having a medical card. Right now, you can and uh, if you are in institutionalized, if you're in a hospital or a nursing home, they can take away your medicine and, and prevent you from being able to use it. We're trying to fix uh, that as well.
0: I think uh, after this conversation, I think having Redner on the show is like actually a very valuable thing. Absolutely. Uh, because, I mean, a lot of these topics are are what he's been fighting for for all this time. and. Um, yeah, it could be that the next steps for our industry now that we have edibles is, you know, either home grows or the changing of the vertical system.
1: Now, for those of you guys who are actually out there today, actually watching us on this improvised system today (laughs) or listening on the podcast, know that if you do become a member of Suncoast Normal, you are supporting this legislation, and you can actually help us go out there and get it implemented and, and put through. We can actually fix the system from the inside.
0: And, the, and you know, uh, just to go back over them, some of the stuff Gary's working on is the, the home grow bill yep. and the worker protection rights.
1: As well as so, employee protection yeah, and patient and, uh, uh, protection.
0: I'm looking at my employee over there, and I'm, I'm thinking, you know, I could take away her constitutional right to use marijuana as a medicine.
1: Wow, that's it's impressive. Yeah. You have, the, you have that power. You better watch out, live In your hands. <laughs> and we're also talking about interstate reciprocity and that means that if you go to another state with your medical card you can actually buy in colorado you can buy in mm-hmm. in, in nevada with your medical card here in florida not so the other way around yeah, if you have a medical card in Illinois or or California and you come to the state of Florida, you cannot buy anything here in the state of Florida. Well, granted, granted,
0: our tourism industry has been struggling this this year, but I mean, we make a lot of money in the state from tourism. And imagine how many tourists we'd have that they could use their medical card to.
1: Imagine how many tourists is, <laughs> tourists don't come because they have a family member who uses this as medicine on a regular basis, either to treat Parkinson's or some other severe illness that makes them almost incapacitated without it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they decide not to come to Florida because they can't get their medicine here unless they go black market and make their chances of coming on vacation and leaving on probation.
0: And imagine you take your chances of getting something with mold or something, too, and just furthering your illness.
1: Yeah, that does not make for a good vacation.
0: That's not a good vacation at all.
1: But we have a bill that would allow for tourist reciprocity. And the way we have it set up is that because they want some kind of regulation, is that if you contact the state ahead of time and get a reciprocity uh, ticket, so to speak, you can come to any of the uh, dispensaries here and go ahead and purchase your product. And this—that's this,
0: interesting. This, so, like you can go. This ticket costs about
1: ten dollars, which is not very much, but it'll actually generate enough money to, to cover the cost of visit Florida. And they are going to have major, major budget f- shortfalls this next year due to lack of tax uh, tax revenue and things of that sort. So, that may be more motivated this year. Than so others. they
0: can offer like a almost like a temporary medical card for tourists.
1: Exactly. That's Perfect. basically what it's all about. Huh. And much cheaper than what the, what actually residents have to have. But, they, but the residents can actually buy for a lot longer period than just... I
0: might to to move vacation. out of Florida just so that I can get a medical, a cheaper medical card for Florida. That's an amazing function. <laughs> uh, so what, like somebody from Georgia could like, you know, that just lives over the border can get like a temporary card or something? I guess they don't have cannabis in Georgia. I mean, yeah,
1: no, no. You have to <laughs> the, the, the rule is, it be the the is legal medically, and you have to have your medical card and, and be able to prove that.
0: I'm trying to beat the system, Gary, and it looks like there's no way. I th- it looks like it's ironclad. Years. I have not. I've been a subject <laughs> to the system.
1: I'm yeah, just, I didn't say you win. I'm just a bratty time.
0: kid that tries to rebel. Now, not only do
1: you also get to be a part of the action in regards to changing the rules and regulations there in the state of Florida and being a part of the change, but you also get this neat gold pin when you become a, a, a subscriber to Florida Normal. We are a memberships uh, company, mm-hmm. and a 501c4,
0: right? We, we uh, – that is correct. We uh, – Everything that happens in Suncoast Normal happens from, you know, us breaking our back and you guys making that possible. So we only survive when our members come and they join, they donate to the organization, they support us in our events. It's been a hard year this year with uh, not being able to throw any, like, actual physical events and, you know, having the board together that we have and how well we work together and just being so limited in the things that we can do. So uh you know right now it's really important that you come, come go to our website suncoastnormal.org org that's spelled n o r m l, and donate, become a member, and see if there's something else that you can do, some sort of time, some sort of talent, some sort of treasure that you can donate to the organization.
1: We are here for you. Are you here for us
0: <laughs> And I think that's a that's a good spot to end the show, Gary, because uh we're officially on the 30 minute mark, and that was a good line that you gave. Thank you. Can you say it again? We are here for you. Are you here for us? That's nice. I like that. <laughs> so next week, we're going to see about putting Joe Redner on the show. Um, we'll probably have Kano back on the show, too, since we'll figure out all the technical details and all that difficulties and whatnot. He's in DC
1: um, right now chasing the dragon out that way.
0: Uh, it's, oh, jeez. <laughs> the belly of the beast, such <laughs> word. This is, you know, theori- theoretical. Theoretical, yes. <laughs> um so yeah thanks for joining us this week everybody and uh we love you all is there anything you need to you want to add there gary one love one love there you go it's over